Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Last time on WKRP in Cincinnati. Hot diggity dog! We are back for another fun trip into the multiverse of entertainment. Wow. Well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to see the sequel to Black Adam, Pee Wee. Just ruins everything, doesn't he? Well, you know what's funny, Mitch? I had a little bit of a similar moment. So there was an older gentleman. I want to say around Mm -hmm. his 50s, maybe, maybe 60s. When The Rock came on the screen, he goes, there's my man. And it was out loud, too. Then he did something that I've seen a lot of people do at movie theaters is he would answer the questions like, let's say The Rock said, are you are you ready to beat these guys up? He'd answer. Rhetorical question, you idiot. There was a scene with a briefcase and he's like, pick up the briefcase. And then uh-huh. when we turned our head and we seen it was like an older guy, we were like, well, maybe he was drunk or something. But I would have looked back to him and was like, you get the briefcase and just look at, yeah, you going to get the briefcase? We've got some good news stories, don't we? Yes, we do. Well, uh, mine, I don't know if it's going to be a good news story, but I'll we'll <laughs> go with it. Uh, there was a tweet sent out by Seth Rogen that they're making the Sausage Party TV series. And it looks like it's got the same cast. Big names here. Uh, Seth Rogen, Kirsten mm-hmm. Wig, Michael Sarah, Ed Norton, Will Forte, Sam Richardson, Natasha Rothwell, and Mitch Workman. All right, I, I, I'm going to do that every time I see a movie or TV that has like 20 people. And yeah, Mitch, Mitch Workman's cast as a chicken tender. Oh, God. Yeah. There's oh. your inside joke, my friends who know us well. Of course, uh, we'd like to thank uh, Brian Huff and Dale Dovac for letting us borrow, uh, you know, uh, Dale's dad's uh, lovely boat, the Gilded Lady, floating into the multiverse again. Uh, boats and hose, man. If I'm on boats and hose. Yeah, we're keeping the we're, we'll return the boat, but we'll keep the hose. You know, as long as there's a redhead. Uh, I'm a redhead. You want me? No, Mitch. And you're married. Gotta get me them. God, see now. I knew I shouldn't have picked this vehicle. Man overboard. babies and now it's time to go to our live remote man on the scene at the pinedale shopping mall for the big wkrp turkey giveaway so take it away les nesman this is les nesman your man on the scene here at the pinedale shopping center where the excitement is mounting we're here to witness the big wkrp turkey thanksgiving giveaway hey you got permission to be out here what you're blocking my store here buddy don't you know who i am huh I'm Les Nesman. I won the Buckeye Newshawk Award last year. <laughs> Good for you, Buckeye. Now get out of my doorway. I'm sorry. Creep. <laughs> so far, so good, huh? I'm here with hundreds of people who have gathered to witness what has been described as perhaps the greatest turkey event in Thanksgiving Day history. All we know for sure is that in a very few moments, there are going to be a lot of happy people out here. Now, the crowd is... The crowd is uh, curious, but well-behaved. And I think I hear something now. Uh, The crowd is moving out into the parking area. And, oh yes, I can see it now. It's a, it's a helicopter. And it's coming this way. A helicopter? It's flying something behind it. I can't quite make it out. It's a large banner. And it says, uh, happy thing. 
shopping mall has just been bombed with live turkey. <laughs> Film at 11. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. Armageddon is almost upon us. I got news for you, it's already here. Hello, travelers. You are about to enter in a multiverse all about TV shows and movies. Welcome yourself into the Multiverse of Entertainment podcast. It's where we discuss news stories, deep dive discussions on topics, and enjoy some nostalgic entertainment as well. Now, here are your explorers, Mitch Workman and Ricky Palmer. Oh boy, we are back, man! Woo. Back in black. Woo-hoo. I hope I hope everybody loved that opening. You know, of course, if you do not know what that's from, it's from a great TV show from the uh, late seventies, early eighties, WKRP in Cincinnati. I've never seen that, Mitch. I've before my time, and mm-hmm. I'm sure it was on Nick at Night when we were kids. Oh yeah, like in the early nineties, yeah. but just never caught it. Yeah, of course that's a great. That's every time I think Thanksgiving, I just think of that episode with the turkey trough. The whole oh good god, they're turkeys! Oh, the humanity! Like almost like the Lindenburg, or I think or it's was it the Hindenburg or whatever. Yeah, the Hindenburg is what he mentioned. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. It's just that line of the end. God is my witness. I thought turkeys could fly. This is the uh, Thanksgiving episode, Ricky. We've uh, got the car stuffed with a lot of some food. We got some turkeys, some yams, some cranberry sauce. Mashed potatoes, pumpkin pie, vodka. Pie. Oh, yeah, I gotta love the vodka, especially if you got those family members coming to town, people. We are stuffed the car, and the car we came in is the great 1986 Chrysler LeBaron Town and Country, of course, from another movie about Thanksgiving that we'll probably talk about a little bit later from uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. You're going uh, the wrong way. You're going, going to wrong kill way. somebody. Well, you know, it's funny was when we got this car, Ricky, you know, we pulled, we, we went to the parking lot. It wasn't there. So we had to travel all the way back to the um, rental place. And then you just went off on the lady. It's like, Jesus, Ricky, I never heard you swear like that before. Well, yeah, because on this F bomb that. Yeah. Because think about this. We've already paid the money. We paid the down payment and there's no car. It's like, what the hell? Did someone steal my credit card? Well, and I told you not to rip the receipt. And you were just like, oh, yeah. I was like, damn, oh, dude, well. they're not even, they're not even going to do that. And you said like, well, you have the receipt on your phone. I was like, yeah, but I'm on, I, I have no battery in my phone. It's dead. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> I was hoping to charge my phone in the car that we got. Damn it. Yeah, that's true. Thanksgiving's coming up. And I think right now, let's just tell people, hey, I hope you all are having a great time. You know, you've got a fun Thanksgiving vacation coming up. Or just vacation day off with your friends and family. Some of you. Some of you. I mean, I, I, get, I do get Thanksgiving off. 
That is one thing I got to give props to some retailers that they changed their mind on the Thanksgiving thing. And it's kind of like, I I think it originally was because of the gremlin that we don't yeah. want to talk about. But I think, I know the corporate headquarters of where my place of employment is. And that he came out and he said no more. Then I heard the other place of employment said the same thing. Yeah. Enjoy it, your families it, it, on Thanksgiving. Yeah, and then for the people that out there that, you know, have to work on Thanksgiving, like the first responders, you know, save some food for those people because they really deserve it. They work their ass off on a holiday. Cops, firefighters, you know, first responders, nurses. I mean, these guys can't be with their families, but, you know, save that big piece of turkey and some roll and taters and gravy for them because, you know, goddamn, they deserve it. And our armed forces. Yes, sir. Uh, people in the military, sometimes they are overseas or out where they're not with their families. I mean, mm-hmm. they still get turkey dinners on the, you know, through the military, but still just, you know, pray for them too. Yep. Pray for their safeties and everything. And uh, we hope you all have a safe holiday. I think here in a little bit, we'll have some stuff you can watch because if you're off that whole weekend, you, we've, there's plenty of stuff you can catch up on. For sure, you've got like the finale with Andor coming up too. Oh, Yes. I know that's a that's a series I need to catch up. I'm still behind a few episodes, but this is also a good time for you to catch up on shows you haven't you know finished up yet. Ricky, is there any shows that you're trying to catch up on that you haven't had a chance to uh, catch up on? No, except Andor. I, okay. I got one left. I'm caught up on most of my shows. Uh, CW is taking the week off, so you won't have your Star Girl or your Kung Fu or any CW show. I think. I think they're nice. taking the whole week off. And then they'll start back up the next following week with their regular shows. Nice. Uh, but, um, I am a little shocked. They already are doing the the fall break for uh, Quantum Leap. And it was only like eight episodes. And they're not back till January. So that's a long, like, two-month break. Usually shows only do about a month. But yeah. Well, and the other thing, too, is you look at most of the networks, they'll do, like, little holiday specials. Like, I know CBS will show a lot of the Rankin and Bass, you know, like, Rudolph Rednose, Reindeer, uh, yeah. Frosty. So there's a lot of the networks will do the holiday specials you know uh, to fill I've in the gap. You know watched? The one that I've never watched. It's not Rankin and Bass, but ABC does the Christmas Light Wars or something mm-hmm. like that, where they go to these people's houses and they compete against each other and they do up their houses. So that's See, a that'd fun be fun thing. to watch. I would love to. I would love to be like a like someone that judges that. It's like, damn, you know. I wonder if the award they give them is you are the Clark Griswold Award winner. The prize is like a check to cover the power bill for the month. Ah. Oh, who knows Free. what Disney's power bill is right now? Yeah. Oof, it's gonna be crazy. Well, everybody know, you know, plan some time this holiday season and we hope you have a good time. Yeah, be safe. You have that crazy uncle, you know, uh vodka's a good help. I know Ricky uh, just bought some rum for his dad, so you know, if his dad's gonna have some hard times, just... yeah. Happy birthday, <laughs> yeah. dad. Yeah, drink and some Mitch, of that rum. Happy birthday to you too. I know this is yeah. a Thanksgiving episode, but happy birthday to you, Mitch, and dad, and yeah. Luke too. Yeah, good our, our friend of the nostalgic zone, Luke Dreyer. Happy birthday, yeah. buddy. Yeah, let's nope. get on with the show. Let's do this. Ricky. Ricky. Ricky! Yes? Nostalgic Zone. So, speaking of Thanksgiving, uh, we decided to hop into the Nostalgic Zone here. I thought this would be a good discussion, wouldn't you think, Ricky, about shows we love that are thanksgiving films or tv shows yes Um, uh yeah there isn't many of them i will give i will say they're they're mm -hmm. not as many as your christmas christmas has got we can go on for days about that but yes i think i think next week we'll have a we'll have a good episode to talk about christmas stuff we're excited we'll just stay tuned for next week for that yeah what we wanted to talk about here with the Thanksgiving films and shows, just talk about some good things to, you know, we love that are good shows for Thanksgiving or some good Thanksgiving movies. The first uh, TV show I have, all three of mine are TV shows, Mitch. First one I have is, it was in season one of Full House. It was their first Thanksgiving uh, without uh, Danny's wife. And oh, yeah. uh, it was sad because like they were trying to get a Thanksgiving together I mean, Danny was struggling. The best part of it is John Stamos's character, Jesse, 
actually finally admitted that he's struggling too. And uh, when I remember, I re I really looked at the synopsis because it's been years since I've seen it. Is uh, the grandma didn't get to show up either, so they had to try to do all the cooking and stuff on their own, and they they made it work. But the reason why I picked this episode is is like if you are struggling during the holidays, it's okay. Like you mm -hmm. have people there to help you. Like you have family members that if you're like if you lost a loved one you have other family members that can pick you up or friends too don't be alone during thanksgiving if you got if like let's say your family is in another state call some friends call some co-workers just don't be alone and don't struggle on the on thanksgiving you have people you could see definitely that's a good episode too yeah that's a that's the one episode i really like because it's like it really shows like you know how do you go through your first thanksgiving with like a family member or even like a good friend that's not there anymore like how do you keep going but it's that whole you know when someone's not there try your best to reach out to them if you've got you know if you're lonely there's always people out there looking for friends it reminds me of like a great story i heard about a, a woman that and she actually has this keep going every year she accidentally texts a guy um about wanting to come over for thanksgiving and just a random stranger and this guy oh, okay. said this guy said sure i'll i'll come over you know and he did and he came over because she was gonna be by herself for thanksgiving and she came over because she was meaning to reach out to her son <laughs> she accidentally oh, she texted the wrong oh that's guy funny. yeah and this guy just showed up. I think it's going on for about five or six years now that they keep oh, okay. meeting up and they became good friends and he got married and he brought his wife and it's like a great way to meet like new friends in a way. It's like kind of scary at first, but it's like kind of cool that it ended up in a positivity way. Yeah. Cause those could go one way or the other, Mitch. They could, they <laughs> give could... me your, give, give me your stuffing. Get down on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Take your TV too. <laughs> All so, right, uh, I got I got a good one. Uh, one is a movie that not a lot of people has talked about before. Uh, it actually is a Thanksgiving movie. It came out in 1991, and it's a John Hughes movie too. It's uh, written and produced by John Hughes, and it's called Dutch. It stars Ed O'Neill in his first major film role, and Ethan Embry from Can't Hardly Wait and Vegas Vacation. And the story is, uh, Ed O'Neill plays this guy named Dutch. He's kind of just, he's, you know, he's not a slob, but he's just kind of your everyday guy, you know, an average Joe. Okay. And he's dating this woman who's, you know, from the upper class, you know, fancy rich people. And her ex-husband tells them that he can't be with their son for Thanksgiving because he's going to London. So Dutch decides, well, how about I go to Georgia to the boarding school and pick up? the son and you know get to know him and bond along and then bring him up to chicago for thanksgiving and the wackiness ensues it kind of has a little feel to like um planes trains and automobiles where one thing happens after another like uh you know when he first meets him he's like beating the crap out of him like oh the my. kid's beating the crap yeah like the kid's like beating him with a golf club you know punch him in the like karate kicks him it's kind of funny. And I've never seen this. Yeah, and that's the problem. It's like, I can't find any streaming apps because I really want to watch it again because it's not a bad movie. It's not great, but it's not bad. Yeah. And it's actually kind of funny, you know, and it feels very plain strains and automobiles-ish. But in the end, it's still a really good movie. And, but it's called Dutch. Oh, okay. Yeah, too bad that it's not streaming because uh, I could have used that as... Uh, I, I've never seen it, so... Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I like Ed O'Neill from uh, Married with Children, and he was kind of popular in '91. I think the yeah. show was—I think the show ran its course, but he was still kind of, you know, on the top of people's list. Now yeah, he's like uh, a funny leading man, on. yeah, yeah. Um, but no, that's good. Uh, so my second thing here is I have—I don't have a specific episode, Mitch, but. I have any of the early Roseanne's Thanksgivings. And what I liked about those is it was your typical Thanksgiving because Bev mm -hmm. would come over, that Roseanne's mom, and she'd start some crap or just be herself and talk about how bad Jackie is. So then Jackie would cry or some old friend of the week that would be there. or And then there was a character... I can't remember her name. She was their 
I think she was Roseanne's grandma or Bev's sister, uh, Aunt Mary. Aunt, but she was funny as hell because she didn't care what Roseanne and Jackie did. But she was yeah. always the life of the party. And it was a nice episode. Like she would be the funny one. And then the kids would be running around doing their thing. But it'd be like a typical crazy Thanksgiving. Some plot twist in the middle of it. But yeah, it's it'd always be funny. And I think that Dan's dad, uh, which is a good actor, I forget his name too. He's been in tons of movies and stuff. But that's when he admits that he's dating uh their friend uh crystal and then he they end up getting married later on down the road but but yeah i always loved the roseanne episodes during thanksgiving because they were i mean their halloween ones are great but their thanksgiving ones are always funny too oh yeah ned betty uh, yeah ned, ned betty yeah he was yeah. he was his the dad and mm -hmm. i think he that's he came for a thanksgiving and he came alone, but like then in the middle of it, he like admitted he was dating Crystal during dinner. No, that's uh, I mean, I like the Roseanne's, like especially when they do like holiday ones, like Thanksgiving. Their Halloween ones were always great too. But yeah, uh, I think those ones were always fun one to talk to to watch because uh, let's face it, we all have had that dysfunctional family one year of having Thanksgiving. We've been there, and yeah, that, we all seen it. <laughs> I think that's why it works so well is because we've all had dysfunctional Thanksgivings. You know, mm -hmm. we don't like to admit it in public, but we've all been there. So that's oh, why yeah. it works so well. Yeah. If anybody tells you they've had a perfect Thanksgiving, they're lying. So <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of shows, I think one that I really liked, uh, it's always a fun one to watch, but it's kind of going to be hard to get that on TV now because Apple bought the rights to it. But uh, a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Oh, um, the one thing I really like about these because they always do like some great holiday specials like Thanksgiving, uh, Halloween, and Christmas. But no, uh, the Thanksgiving one was always a fun one to watch. And it's sad that you can't, the only way you can watch it now is you have to have Apple TV Plus because uh, Apple has the rights to the Peanuts uh, category. So if you want to go see that, if you've got Apple TV Plus, you can definitely check that out. Or you can go by the DVD. I don't know how you feel about this, Mitch, but don't you think something like that should always be kept in a what's the word, a public domain? So like it should always be on like ABC or CBS or one of the big threes or, or NBC. Yeah, that's well, what like my somewhere, opinion is. Somewhere you can have access to it too, or you know, even if you had like on ABC or NBC or even CBS or Fox. You know, now these days people have Hulu or Disney Plus or even Paramount Plus, and you can just stream that anytime because it's owned by that domain. So, like the Rankin and Bass ones, you always see those on CBS every year. So, in a way, I think you should go into like if you've got Paramount Plus, you can watch that anytime you want to. Yeah, I I, I do think though there needs to be a little more uh, access to it. You know, I mean, at least show it once a year, but still have it like on like, you know, whatever streaming service, but still oh, air it on network TV. Like, if Apple Plus wants it, that's fine. But yeah, you should at least show it, have at least one showing like on. And usually how ranking they do the ranking bass ones is they're either on a Friday night or a Saturday night. Usually yeah. families all together. So if you could do that on either abc or nbc or fox and just do one showing and then that way at least you could see it once if you don't have mm -hmm. apple tv and then uh you got one more for us ricky for, yeah uh, i got for, one more it's a classic in my heart it's a classic of uh, the episode is called bart versus thanksgiving it's mm -hmm. early simpsons and they've done tons of simpsons episodes you know for thanksgiving but this one was fun because he gets in a fight with Lisa and destroys the centerpiece. And instead of apologizing, he just goes on the run and he <laughs> ends up in bum, bum town and he gets on TV and all that fun stuff. And I don't, I mean, I guess I could spoil it. It's like a 30 year old episode, but it's fun because he takes off and 
he gets on TV and they're like, oh, look, there's Bart. And then they don't care about Lisa again. Like Lisa goes away because she writes this poem about how she had a rough Thanksgiving and then no one listens to it because there's Bart on TV with the bums. Uh, <laughs> that's always a good one. Um, yeah, I always like that one because it always has a, the great line too. I think it has the great line I like. Operator, what's the number to 911? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. You know, it's a good Thanksgiving. And like I said, it falls in the category of we've all had a dysfunctional Thanksgiving. <laughs> and uh, that's a prime example of it, too. I think uh, we should end this one on a good one. I think uh, I and I will admit I've never saw this before until last year. So Ooh. kind of a surprise. I know and Ricky's kind of upset with me with that because this is one of his favorites he likes to watch. I try uh, to watch it at least every once every year around this time, right? Yep. Uh, of course, it's the uh, John Hughes classic of planes, trains, and automobiles, starring uh, the late John Candy and Steve Martin. Uh, if you have not seen this, basically what it is, it's Steve Martin plays this uh, ad, what is it, ad agency guy? Yeah. Ad, ad executive, yeah. Well, he's not the executive, so, but yeah, ad, ad agent, yeah. And he's trying to get home to Chicago uh, to be with his family for Thanksgiving. Uh, I think it's like two days before or a day before or something like that. Yeah. And wackiness ensues where, you know, bad weather, can't get a taxi on time, can't get the airport on time. And he runs into John Candy's character who, you know, he's he's a nice guy, but he just talks and talks and talks and just it's one of those guys where it's like if you're on a plane and he just wants to keep talking and you're trying to catch some Z's, he still keeps talking to you. It's like, listen, I like it, but you just got to shut the hell up. It's like, what is it? The one line, the, the pull string. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, you're a chatty. I can quote this whole movie because he's like. <laughs> You're, you're like a chatty Kathy doll where I keep pulling the string, ram, 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 but but it doesn't the string doesn't come back. It keeps going. Uh-huh. It's got some great lines too. I, I, you know, those aren't pillows. Um, yeah. And, you're and going the funny, the wrong way. You're going the wrong way. Look at that. And then we'll you notice that he turned into the devil. Yes. He turned into like, ah, ha, ha, ha. But, so I'm pretty sure that's how you think I would look if you and me took a road trip. Oh yeah! You just look over and see me as the terrible. Ah. By the way, Paramount is that who did it? Yeah, it's on Paramount Plus. Yeah, no Paramount. Please reach out. My name is Ricky Palmer, and his name is Mitch Workman, and we will definitely redo the cast. I can play the (laughs) snooty ad executive, and Mitch could be the 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 chatty Kathy or we could <laughs> but we can do we can pull that off yeah I was telling my wife I think if we did like a friend friends giving one year me and you should dress up as those two guys oh god that'd be <laughs> I think it'd be funny just for shits and giggles but no that's, uh, that's it, a classic one it, it's got a life lesson at the end where mm-hmm. Steve Martin's character kind of has a change of heart and he realizes what's important in life is not just working because he seems yeah. like a workaholic, and and to be fair, uh, I love John Candy's character, but but at some point you can't like you get annoyed, like yeah, we all have met that person in life, you know, and we love them, but in but then sometimes they just like, okay, Scott, sorry, I didn't mean to call him out, but it's like okay, Scott, we're good, we're you know, I'll talk to you next week, and then you're on the phone for an hour with them. <laughs> It's like, okay, I gotta, I, I gotta go. I got, I, I gotta go. Look, I gotta go. Okay, bye. Yep. <laughs> but oh, a classic. Uh, I love that movie. Yeah, it's a good one. Oh, what are some of your guys' favorite uh, his shows or movies to watch around Thanksgiving? Uh, we'd love to hear. Uh, of course, you know, leave comments and feedback. We are still working on the Facebook site. We are sorry. We are trying to get this up and going. We were hoping to have this up before and then the next episode because next episode is gonna be a big one. But no, that's a that's a good way to talk about with Thanksgiving shows. I am D B I Y K Y K. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's the lovely game we love to play yet again. It's that I am D B I Y K Y K challenge. Uh, of course, uh, Ricky, we know the fun rules. We should explain it to them, right? What what are the rules of the game? 
Yeah. So um, what me and Mitch do is we get a subject or a theme or sometimes a, a year and we're like and we give each other a hint. And um, unless it's an actual year, we give each other a hint and we guess what the IMDb says that this movie is. Now, I'm I'm not as good as Mitch. Mitch has been really good the last few episodes. I think he's gotten 100 percent the last few episodes. So mm-hmm. we pick pick three to four movies. Usually it's three, and we guess the IMDb. And then after that, we have to guess the theme. And the, the hints have been helping me more. I don't know mm-hmm. about him, but the hints have been helping more. But yeah, mm-hmm. so why don't you start us off, Mitch? All right, so Ricky, uh, or your hint for your theme is director's chair, okay? Okay. So I want you to think about that. And the okay. years I have for the movies are 2011, 1990, or 2004. Wow, that's very spread out. So I'll go with uh, 2011. Okay. In 1931 Paris, an orphan living in the walls of a train station gets wrapped up in a mystery involving his late father and an automotion. Is that Hugo? Yes, correct. Oh, I have that movie. It's a cute movie. All right. It's a good one. All right. So I got 1990 or 2004? 2004. I'll keep going. All right. A biopic depicting the early years of Howard Hughes' careers from the late 1920s to the mid-1940s. Oh, is that? Oh, God. I know who it is. Is it the Aviator? Yeah. Yeah, The Aviator. Another good movie. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, here's your last one. 1990. The story of Henry Hill and his life in the mob covering his relationship with his wife, Karen Hill, and his mob partners, Jimmy Conway and Tommy DeVito, in the Italian-American crime syndicate. Oh, is that... Um, is that The Untouchables? Ooh, no. No. Uh, I was looking for Goodfellas. Oh, That's God. a good guess, too. Untouchables is a really good movie. All right, so you got Goodfellas, you've got The Aviator, and you've got Hugo, and your hint is Director's Chair. Is it Scorsese? Yes, it is. Because oh yes, because I know he did. I I don't don't ask me how. I just uh-huh. you know I just pulled that one out of my you know what? <laughs> because this man just celebrated his 80th birthday on November 17th. So wow. And he, and I thought I seen him in something. Was he in? Um, oh man, it was either Licorice Pizza or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Was he in that? Or where he had like a cameo? I think yeah. it might have been Licorice Pizza. Yeah, where he had a quick cameo. Because <coughs> mm-hmm. that one set in the seventies, so mm-hmm. he might have had a quick cameo. So. All right, Mitch. Well, that's good on on me. Uh, your theme is: Can you pass the rolls? Can you pass the rolls? Okay. Okay. So I got 1971. I've got 2009 and 2005. Let's go 1971. Okay. Uh, A poor but hopeful boy seeks one of the five coveted golden tickets that will send him on a tour of a chocolate factory. (laughs) Well, the book is called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but the movie is called Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And I'm sorry, Johnny Depp, but the good one is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yes. <laughs> Correct the mundo. Nice. Okay. Right. Uh, let's see. What were, what were the other two years? Uh, 2009 and 2005. Let's go 2005. Okay. Young employees at Shenanigans, Shenanigans Restaurant, collectively uh, stave off boredom and adulthood with their antics. <laughs> oh, um, well, you know, because it has a Mitch in it, so <laughs> I'm going to say that's waiting. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, yes. And finally- now that. Now that guy looks like a Mitch. Okay, you know, when you uh, challenged me last week to um, the, you know, uh, was it uh, uh, National Treasures, which yeah. we'll talk about in the next episode. 
I was like, yeah, Mitch's don't look like Ed Harris. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, this Julia Child's story of her first cookbook inspires a, a blogger uh, named Julia Powell who challenges to cook every item in the book. Okay, so this is a tricky one because I can't remember how it was titled. It was either Julia and Juliet or Juliet and Julie. I'll give you it's either one, yeah. Okay, okay. Which I will say, do not watch that show. Do not watch that movie on an empty stomach. You will get Wait, hungry. So you have seen that? I have seen that. I have too. And and the only thing, like I say, people, if you watch that on an empty stomach, don't. That is the horrible thing to watch on an empty stomach. <laughs> so what do these three things have in common? Okay, so we've got Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Uh uh, waiting waiting and, and uh, julie and julia and what was the uh what was the, uh, the hint? hint was pass the rolls pass the rolls don't think they came out around thanksgiving no no that's not it no that's not it um I might be stumped here, but I think it has to do something with... Does it have to do something with food? Yes, perfect. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, they all, okay. They all three have to do with food. Okay. Chocolate, restaurants, food you eat at the restaurants, and Julia mm. Child was a cook. Perfect. But yeah, nice. all, all three movies that have to do with food. Perfect this yet again. <laughs> I was thinking like there for a bit. It's like, oh, I know Waiting came out in like fall. Maybe and then, like I don't remember. I can't remember when Charlie and the Chocolate or Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory came out. I should have like Julie and Julia came out in like August. So what I should have done is uh uh I should have said like can I eat this? You know, or something like that. Can but I eat that? You got it. You got it. You got <laughs> is it. Is it is it is it is it safe? <laughs> <laughs> nice. From Netflix to Disney Plus and more. Here are some TV shows and movies to look out for. It's time for Running Down a Stream. Yeah, all right. Well, you know, since it's going to be the holidays coming up, you need some shows to watch. And I think there's plenty of shows for people to watch uh, during the holidays. Don't you think so, Ricky? Oh yeah, there there's gonna be this list and a few, uh, plenty of others. But this yep. is a good list. Yeah, this one's gonna get you ready for the holidays. Most of these shows, I think. Uh, what's the first one we got on tab for, Ricky? Okay, so the first one we have is a Christmas story. Christmas. Uh, Peter Billingsley writes and stars in the sequel to the 1983 cult classic, A Christmas Story. Billings reprises his role as Ralphie now as an adult. In the 70s, Ralphie returns to his home on Cleveland Street with his wife and kids. Ralphie tries to give his kids a magical Christmas like the one he had as a child, reconnecting with childhood friends and reconciling the passing of his old man with Scott Schwartz, R.D. R.D. Robb, Zach Ward, reprising their roles as Flick and Flick Schwartz and Scud Farkas. We triple dog dare you to stream this on HBO Max right now. <laughs> well, after you're done listening to the episode, actually, we should say that. You yeah. Know, finish this episode, then go go watch this. <laughs> uh, next one I've got uh, Disenchanted. Uh, of course, Disenchanted brings back Amy Adams, James Martins, Idina Menzel, or uh, John Travolta, we like to call it, Adele Dazeem, yeah. and Patrick. <laughs> And Patrick's Dempsey to the sequel to the hit movie Enchanted. Uh, ten years after her happily ever after, Giselle questions her happiness in eventually turning the lives of those in the real world and Andalasia upside down in the process. Uh, composer Alan Menken returns with new music for the film. With Maya Rudolph joining the cast, you can watch Disenchanted on Disney Plus right now. Oh, I like that actress. She's she's funny. Uh, yeah, I love she's she's fantastic. All right, here's another show for Disney Plus: The Santa Clauses. Tim Allen slips back into the Santa suit one more time 
in this limited series. Scott Calvin wants to retire as Santa and spend the holidays for the first time with his family. When finding the replacement for him is not working out, he and his family need to head back to the North Pole to fix it. This six-episode series drops the first two episodes, which you can watch the new ones every Wednesday on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I can't wait to check it out. I, I love the Santa Claus movies. I think this one be kind of think like hopefully it's this nice ending to the series for it yeah yeah uh the english uh emily blunt produces and stars in this miniseries western the english it's about an english woman that comes to the west in 1890 looking for revenge on the man she sees as the responsible for the death of her son and meets an ex-calvary scout and member of the pawnee nation by birth with whom she discovers a possible shared history uh, you can actually check all these episodes now, right now, on Prime Video. Oh, there was a preview for that during the football game last night. Yeah, it looks really good. I want to check it yeah. out. All right. Uh, Slumberland. Jason Momoa, Kyle Chandler, and Chris O'Dowd star in this adaptation of Winslow McRae's comic strip, Little Nemo in Slumberland. Nemo is a young girl who has dreams of Slumberland. Works... Works with an outlaw to see your late father directed by francis lawrence who did constantine and i am legend and you could stream that right now on netflix yeah it actually looks pretty cool um if you have not seen the trailers for this check it out it looks pretty fantastic and i kind of want to check it out all right let's get your holly jollies going here uh spirited uh each christmas eve the ghost of christmas presents likes one dark soul to be reformed by a visit from three spirits this season, he picked the wrong Scrooge. Clint Briggs turns the tables on his ghostly host until present finds himself re-examining his own past, present, and future. For the first time, a Christmas carol is told from the perspective of the ghost in this musical twist of the classic Dickens tale. Oh. Of, course, this stars, of course, this stars Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell, and Octavia Spencer, which you can enjoy this holiday musical right now on Apple TV+. Nice. I like all those actors. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm kind of excited to see this. Okay, speaking of getting your jollies on, writer <laughs> the wrestler and Pam and Tommy comes another true life drama starring from Kumail uh, Nijini. Yeah, from the Eternals and the Big Sick. This miniseries follows the life and career of Soman Steve ba- Baniji, the founder of the male strip tease performance Chippendales. You could watch this series starting November 22nd on Hulu. I'm kind of excited to see this because, you know, Kunal Najani, he's a very funny guy. And it's kind of cool to see him in a more dramatic role. And I kind of hope this turns out pretty good. All right. Uh, from the writers of Smallville and the producer and produced by filmmaker himself, Tim Burton, uh, comes a new adaptation to the Adams Family. Uh, Jenna Ortega plays the title character as she is forced to be a student at the Nevermore Academy. Journey as she attempts to master her emerging psychic abilities and solve a mystery that embroiled her parents. Uh, of course, this also stars Catherine Zeta Jones, Louise Guzman, Gwendolyn Christie, and Christina Ricci. Mm. Uh, you could stream all these episodes available on Netflix on November 23rd. All right. Uh, up next is a movie that we saw the preview for a while back, and it's uh, our favorite Marvel dysfunctional ragtag group of heroes, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Uh, they have returned for an all-out holiday special. The Guardians of the Galaxy celebrate Christmas and set out to Earth to find Peter Quill, the best present, the legendary Kevin Bacon, uh, starring Chris Pratt, Dave Bautista, Karen Gillian, Vin Diesel, and Bradley Cooper return as the Guardians. The special airs December 25th on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> and introducing Kevin Bacon. I, I, I hope this guy is uh, pretty fantastic. I think he's got great things coming in his career. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think he's okay. Yeah, hopefully he's okay. Hopefully he's okay. Last but not least, uh, Willow. Uh, Warwick Davis Returns is our favorite new one sorcerer in the sequel series, the 1988 film, Willow. Willow guides a group of five unlikely heroes as they set off on a dangerous quest 
places far beyond their home where they must face their inner demons and come together to save the world. Uh, you could stream this fantasy series only on Disney Plus starting November 30th. And that, my friends, it's what's running down a stream. Aww. Join us now for our reviews of movies that are playing in theaters or streaming on a certain platform for your entertainment. Wendell and Wild. Uh, acclaimed stopped animation director Henry Selleck, who directed The Nightmare Before Christmas in Coraline, returns to this horror comedy starring Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele from Key and Peele. The film tells the story of Cat Elliot, a punk rock loving juvenile delinquent who blames herself for her parents' death. Meanwhile, demon brothers Wendell and Wilde spend their days in the underworld putting rejuvenating hair cream on their balding father, Buffalo Belzer, oh while dreaming of making an amusement fair for departed souls. Cat uh, is enrolled in Rust Bank's all-girls Catholic school, where she receives a marking on her hand resembling a skull. Now, the mark alerts Wendell and Wilde, identifying Cat as their hell maiden. And they appear in her dreams, promising to revive her parents if she summons them to the world of the living. And from there, wackiness ensues. Uh, what's great about this movie is if you're a Henry Selick fan, uh, and or if you're a fan of stop motion animation, it's really visually good. It's really great. Um, Key and Peele are always fantastic. I've always loved them. Uh, you know, with Key and Peele, and if you ever saw Keanu or... Even as Ducky and Bunny on Toy Story 4, they were fantastic. They always have that great chemistry with each other. And to see them play these uh, brothers, uh, these uh, demon brothers, they're trying to break away from their father and do their own thing. It's kind of funny. Um, okay. the, the story can get a little dark. Um, you know, when I first was watching, it's like, oh, shit. This, I don't think this is really for kids. It's more for teens. Uh, it's PG-13. So, but what's uh good with this it's it's got a good story well you also have uh angela uh angela bassett's in this too you know um who we'll probably talk about a little bit later <laughs> and uh james hong is in this as well and it's got a good voice cast and it's kind of fun to watch uh i would definitely watch it for the animation again i would tell people um right now i'm sitting about probably about three and a half it's good oh, okay check this on netflix it's it if you're a henry Selleck fan you definitely have to check this out uh you know just for the nostalgic of his, his of his work but yeah check that out that's wendell and wild on netflix um next one i want you to check out sometime ricky uh because you got that new uh, smart tv and you should download the roku channel uh because it's free and you can check out this one uh we're the al yankovic story uh, what's great about this is, you know, we've seen biopic uh, movies like lately with, um, you know, Rocketman with Elton John, Bohemian Rhapsody with uh, Freddie Mercury. We're getting one with uh, Whitney Houston coming out later this year. But we've never really seen like a parody biopic in a way. Uh, now, we've seen like mockumentaries like This is Spinal Tap and all that. But we've never really seen like something of, you know, what if take a real life musician and what if we did a biopic, but it's not really, it's loosely based on his life. Well, of course you get oh, weird. Yeah. The Al Yankovic story. Uh, of course this tells the story of Al Yankovic who, you know, wanted to play the, wanted to play the accordion, wanted to sing. And his dad's like, no, that's the devil worship scene. Or, oh, you know, no sort of, you got to work at the factory. It's like, what do you do at the factory? It's the factory. We work at the factory. Dad, you never tell me what you do at the factory. Oh my gosh. Okay. So it, it, what's funny is some of the things in this movie are based on true things. The according salesman at the beginning. Uh, so the, the, the bit is the according salesman coming in like, hey, you know, you can buy this. You'll be drowning all the, you know, he gets cut off. So he says pussy. Oh God. <laughs> and, and, he, and the dad comes and beats the shit out of the salesman. Well, the funny thing is when he was a kid in real life, uh, Weird Al, his they his parents bought him the accordion through a door-to-door -door salesman the guy was selling accordions and guitars and they thought let's have you do the accordion and so yeah so some of that's kind of true it just has the weird out twist to it okay that sounds good. um yeah and dana radcliffe is is great as weird Al. you have some great cast members here you have evan rachel woods as um a fictional version of madonna you have uh, Ryan Wilson from The Office playing Dr. Demento. 
And it's just funny. Uh, the one thing I tell people to watch, look for all the cameos. There are shitloads of cameos in this movie. Uh, I, I'll just give a couple, but not spoil a whole lot. You know, we've got cameos from like Jack Black. You've got a cameo from Patton Oswalt, Michael McKean. Oh, nice. It, you know, it, the list goes on and on. You have some great cameos. So it's basically play that game of who can you spot as a cameo? Like, oh, okay. Oh, oh, that's, you know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, I'll like definitely this. have to check yeah. that out. I mean, the only, the only downside of it being on Roku channel, you, there's going to be commercials, but still, it's it's free. Come on. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. You can't you can't take anything wrong for free, uh, but no, of course this has Weird Al's ta- you know you know fingerprints all over it and it's so funny. Uh, what's one of the best scenes is he plays one of the record executives, and Will oh, Forte God. is the other executive, and so Will Forte is like going off on where on you know Daniel Radcliffe is Weird Al like you'll never make it you're ugly you're not even good looking and you see Weird Al is the other record producer guy be like. Hey, okay, okay, no, okay, that's done. That that's enough. No, no more. Okay, it's <laughs> just like okay, we get it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'll have to check this out. So, I'll see if uh, uh, one of my mutual friends has the Roku and check it out because mm-hmm. if it's that good, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's really funny. I'm about maybe four, four and a half. It's really wow. Funny. Yeah, For it's that? really it's it's really good. I want to watch it again. Does it's it funny. mention UHF? No, that's the thing. Okay. It doesn't mention that, but it the ending is just too funny because what's funny about this movie, it, it, it makes fun of the tropes of the biopic, you know, where you see him start young and then rise to fame and then, then you know, the something happens like an addiction or, or a fallout and he goes back and tries to find himself again, then he finds himself again and gets back to stardom again. So Does um, it those remind tropes. you of, uh, is it like uh, Dewey Cox? Yes, but kind of more, it feels more real because okay. it's Weird Al in a way. Like, there's some stuff that's actually true that happened to Weird Al that's in this movie that's actually fascinating. So, uh, but yeah, uh weird the al yankovic story uh you can check that out on the roku channel i would recommend it it's fun all right well uh i um i have our last movie review for the week and it's a biggie that's a tough one friends at marvel uh the black panther wakanda forever uh ryan coogler is back with his sequel to the follow-up black panther and um it's very emotional and it's uh you could maybe agree with me mitch it's one of the more serious uh marvel movies um there is a couple of jokes in it but for the most part it's down to earth and serious about uh, what it is uh um it starts out where obviously you know um tutala has passed away um Chadwick Boseman, he has in real life, but and how they deal with that and all that stuff, how they're dealing with Chitala passing away, and now um, Angela Bassett. Which, by the way, uh, I don't know about you, Mitch, but if they can remember this movie, she deserves an Oscar nom mm-hmm. nomination because she was awesome. Like the mom. Uh, Angela Bassett was awesome because their scenes in it are like there you could feel the you could feel the pain and sorrow in the scenes that she's in. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts out where uh, after T'Challa, there there's a group of uh, mercenaries that are trying to find. Um, oh, I forget what that is, Mitch. The vibranium. Vibranium, yes. And they found it in the middle of the ocean, but this group of people attack them, these mercenaries, and somehow it gets mixed up that they think it's the Wakandans that attacked them and stuff like that. And so uh, Ramona and the other ladies, they go to the U.S. and say, nope, it's not us, but just I can't really say much more because I mm-hmm. don't want to give this movie away. But it's well, so I can fill awesome. in some of the gaps if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, uh, as Ricky was saying, with the the it starts off with the death of Chichala due to because they didn't have if you remember in the first one the the purple or part is was destroyed by Killmonger, so they didn't really have a, a new heart to synthesize to help um, Chichala pass the disease, so he passes away. So it's been a year, and you know Wakanda is kind of you know there's no Black Panther to guard them. And a lot of nations want the vibranium and they found some underwater and come along that there is the, a new tribe of people uh, called the Talakans, uh, who are uh, more of like Mayan um, underwater people. And, you know, they mine their own vibranium down the ground. So they kind of want to be not heard of, too. That's the thing. They're kind of want to stay secret, not be known. And war breaks out between the Wakandans and the Takalans. And um, it's basically a cat and mouse chase of trying to find the girl who helped the mercenaries uh, invent a, uh, a machine to help vibranium under the water. And so the Takalans want to kill her to make sure she doesn't make that machine again. And of course, this is the introduction to Riri Williams, aka Ironheart. Yay! Yeah, um, yeah, I'm with you. It's 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 kind of hard to not spoil things because you want to keep things a secret, and it's really great stuff. Uh, it's some great fights. Um, the women really step it up, and especially like you said, Angela Bassett. If you don't at least get a nomination, I would be kind of upset because she really poured her heart and emotions. And hashtag my storm. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the I and I just actually watched it for a second time as we mm-hmm. record this. I seen it today, and just that that's the one thing that still resonates with me is the scene she's in. She's just you could tell, and I don't know if like they found out about like uh, oh Chadwick Boseman ahead of filming. Or if they had to like rewrite the whole movie, but they did. They had to rewrite the whole movie. Okay, but yeah. it's just their emotions in it. And I'm gonna steal a line from you, Mitch, and another gentleman. Uh, I didn't cry, but if you don't feel something, I'm not saying you have to cry, but if you don't mm-hmm. feel something, especially now, now if you're a casual fan, I'll give you a break. If you're a casual. Like you don't really know who Chadwick Boseman is, I can I'll give you a break. But if you're a main Marvel, like you love all the movies, you've mm-hmm. got to feel something for that scene, you know. Yeah. Cause it's that whole thing. Like I said, um, if you're not at least tearing up or feeling motions the first 10 minutes and the last 10 minutes of that movie, yeah. Um what the hell's wrong with you, you know? Um, stay through the mid credits. There is a mid credit scene, and it's get your tissues ready, please. It's it's a tough one. Yeah, but no. Uh, what do you what do you want on a rating for this, Ricky? I'm I'm at a, a four. I'm at a four. Mm-hmm. Not not quite as high as like Endgame, but I'm still like at a four. It, it's I think with, it's good. Yeah, I think with me, I'm either at a four or four and a half. Um, yeah. it's 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 really good. It's. It's one of those. I, I'm I'm gonna go see it with my wife again because she hasn't seen it. But I'm really excited to go see it the second time because I always love looking for the little things you missed the first time. Uh, and uh, Winston Duke, goddamn you, man! You are one big sexy big dude. My my Mbaku. Yeah. <laughs> and the other person that really stole almost stole this movie, uh, Teneka Herteria, who uh, was Namor, and yeah. this was his first um, American English role. So oh, okay. to get that, like, hey, we're you know, here's your first uh, English role. What are you going to do? You're going to be in a Marvel movie. You're going to be the villain. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. but he, was, he was fantastic as Namor. I really liked him. And it's it's one of those movies where you feel for the villain. That, yeah, the villain's kind of right again. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But yeah, uh, go check that out. It's in theaters. Uh, definitely bring some tissues, but at least, you know, don't be a dick during the silent moments because they're really heartfelt moments. And go see it. Yeah. Ah, damn it, Ricky! This chair is broken in the damn, oh, the damn Chrysler. Oh, well, you didn't monkey with it. I told you not to monkey with it, and that and that's what you did. 
well, you know, they need to make these cars a little bit better for big guys. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, of course, we're going to hop back into Chrysler. We're going to go and enjoy our Thanksgiving food. And we're going to watch our shows and kick up our feet and, you know, and get stuffed and eat the turkey and pass out like five minutes into it. Uh, Ricky's going to try to make sure he's passed out before the Cowboys game. So hopefully they... If they lose, he can at least pa- be passed out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it might be a tough one this year. It's the Giants. So, yeah. But, you know, some, you know, watch some football if you like some football, people. You know, they got some good games. So, anywho, I think uh, this is a good time for us to hop out of the zone or hop out of the uh, multiverse, shall we? Yep. All right. And as always, for this holiday season, safe travels and safe entertaining yourself. Hey you, thanks for sticking through and listening into the Multiverse of Entertainment podcast. If you are a fan of this podcast and like what you heard, be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcast from to be notified for new episodes. Please leave us feedback or suggestions for future episodes. And as always, safe travels and safe entertaining yourself.